Hey listeners, welcome to Crafty, the show about amazing people and their craft. On today's show, we are talking with Miss Babbington. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Crafty. Greetings, everyone. This is Nick of the Crafty Podcast, and I am here with Miss Babbington. Would you like to uh, introduce to us what your craft is? And um, yeah, basically introduce yourself. Tell us what you're all about. Uh, okay. Well, hi, I'm Molly. Um, I'm an animator. I have a YouTube that's successful for reasons that I do not know. Um, (laughs) (laughs) That's basically it. Doesn't, isn't that like the question of everybody, everybody's life who winds up on YouTube? It's like, why are people watching me? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I think everyone is asking themselves that seriously. Like, I mean, like, I don't know. Thanks, everyone, but why? <laughs> yeah, li- literally that every day. I ask myself that same question. So you're an animator. Is there anything specific that you like to animate? Remember that our listeners uh, generally have no idea who's coming on the show, with the exception of maybe a couple. The goal is to make everyone famous. <laughs> um. Okay. Well. I like animating animals in particular. Um, I do 3D animation, um, and I kind of I kind of do a bit of everything. Like, I make the models, I do all the fur on them, the texturing, rigging, you know, all all that kind of thing. Um, and that's that's just what I like to do. I just I just like making models and animating them. Really. Yeah, sounds good. Um, so, what made you want to create realistic animals? Um, well, I've always had a love for animals. Uh, <laughs> when I was younger, I wanted to be an animal when I grew up, but obviously that's not quite possible. Um, so this is kind of like the closest thing to it, I guess. Um, I'm sorry, I'm saying um a lot, aren't I? <laughs> no, that's that's okay. If it makes you feel better, I mean, um, we are humans. That is close enough to being an animal. Yeah, it's close. It's close enough. Um, yeah, I, I just really like animals. Um, I find them very interesting because, obviously, like they're all so different, um, and I like studying like the little nuances that kind of make an animal an animal. So, for example, like um, I really enjoy making wolves because I love like their social structure and how they communicate with each other. I just find it really interesting. Because they're definitely my favorite animal. It's actually funny you say that. Because I went to school with someone who ended up writing a book called Wolf Prince. Um, it was all about wolves and uh, kind of like the fa- oh, cool. the family-oriented aspect of uh, being in a wolf pack. Yeah. They have such an interesting like structure to their pack. Because obviously like, you've got sort of two alphas, like a male and a female. And then you've got the better, which is like second in command. And then you've got like the runts and stuff and... Like, I just always found it interesting and watching their body language, how they show to each other, like, I'm more powerful than you or, oh, no, I'm submissive to you and stuff like that. It's, I just find it really interesting. And being an animator allows me to kind of explore that body language and kind of really learn, like, how to convey a certain emotion. I just find it really cool. That is cool. And it's also interesting because uh, this morning I was watching videos of wolf pack hunts. <laughs> Were you actually? I was. I was watching them take down a bison. It was the coolest thing ever. Oh my god! I know it's insane because like the bison is like, like 
two or three times the size of like one wolf and oh, how they least. work together to bring it down like holy crap they are brave <laughs> well uh, desperate situations call for desperate acts but yeah uh, it's funny because i have a little bit of experience with them in in person because of uh i have been to alaska in a, on a number of occasions and um well oh, no way yeah yeah and uh, the funny part is is uh you know it's hunting up there is it's just it's part of the culture when you live out the middle of nowhere you may as well you know enjoy every aspect of nature including competing within it and um well when you're going out for moose you're not the only one who is and you need to be aware of that <laughs> <laughs> yeah Oh, that is amazing, though. I've always wanted to go to Alaska and actually, like, see the animals in the wild. That would be amazing. Oh, yeah. Wolves are in extreme abundance up there. Oh, that is awesome. That is awesome. See, in the UK, like, we're kind of lacking in the animal department a little bit. <laughs> like, over here, like, I mean, if you want to go out and see a pigeon, like, there's plenty of those. But you can't exactly walk outside and run into a bison or a wolf it just doesn't happen unfortunately speaking of pigeons if you go to alaska bald eagles are like pigeons over there really yeah they're everywhere it's insane why oh, do they try and steal your chips as well uh, i think they concern themselves with uh dogs and cats <laughs> oh that that's insane i couldn't even imagine just walking outside and just like seeing a bald eagle just flying around like oh. That's I'm, just unheard of over here. <laughs> yeah, I'm over here in, in New Hampshire in the U.S., and uh, I was driving home yesterday, and a bald eagle flew over. I'm like, huh, they are here. That's insane. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, is there a particular school that you went to for, um, for animation? Uh, well, at the moment, I'm studying at university uh, here in, because I live in Lincoln in the U.K., and... Um, We've got a university here that does an animation course. So that's what I'm studying on at the moment. Um, it's kind of cool because one of my teachers, uh, this guy called Paul, he used to work for Disney. Uh, he worked on the Tigger movie. And uh, so he's like a huge inspiration of mine. <laughs> I bother him like every chance I get. I'm just like, hey, Paul, so how do you do this? Or, you know, hey, Paul, how do you do that? And like, I think he gets sick of me sometimes. <laughs> Hey, pick his brain while you still can. Yeah, like, he's so talented. Like, we call him, in our class, he's known as the Gordon Ramsay of animation. Because if your work is terrible, he will tell you it is terrible. Like, but it's good, though, because it kind of, it forces you to, like, really try hard. And you know that if your work is good, and he says it's good, like, it's good. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, no, I get it. He doesn't. He doesn't give out compliments here and there. It's he's he's awesome. Um, but before that, I did a art and design in college, um, and that was cool because I got to do some animation on my course there. Like my teacher, they'd never had it before. Like somebody wanting to do three D animation, um, and I was I sort of said to my teacher, I was like, well, since like we can do any art medium here, could I do? animation and she was really unsure at first um so she asked me to do like a quick test for her and i did and she was really happy with it so after that they let me do animation which was 
which was cool. I'm sorry, I'm really rambling on. <laughs> no, that's that's good. Honestly, tell tell us as much as you can. Oh, before that, um, like before the art and design, I did a fashion course, and I absolutely hated it. <laughs> like, I'm glad you said it that. was. <laughs> it was the worst thing ever. I absolutely hated it. Like, I don't know why I picked it, even to this day. Like, I just, I, I think I was pressured when I left school, like, because they were like, right, okay, what are you going to do with your life now? And I was like, well, I don't know. And because back then I'd never tried animation. You know, I didn't know that's what I wanted to do. Well, it's funny you say that because um, I, when I did visit college, I never finished college. It's just, I just couldn't figure out what to do. I tried out with, uh, in the theater department because I wanted to do voiceovers. And then I, you know, came to the epic conclusion, wait, I don't want anyone to see me. Why, <laughs> <laughs> why am I doing this? Voiceovers, no one sees me. It's great. <laughs> yeah, it's like you just have that realization that, oh, yeah, this really is not for me. Yeah. But well, I think sometimes you have to kind of, you have to go through that to figure out what you do want to do. But there is one hell of an adrenaline rush being in, in theater. I will say that. But, yeah, um, I can imagine being on stage. I mean, gosh, that would make me so nervous. Oh, yeah. I, I don't know. I'm literally all about putting on a show. I do karaoke all the time at a local bar. It's insane. People think I'm out of my <laughs> mind because I do it sober and I enjoy it. <laughs> That's amazing. Mm -hmm. Oh, I might have to see that one day. <laughs> I mean, it's it's right over the ocean for you. There's no crazy drive you have to go through when you get here. Yeah. Oh, that that is cool. Yeah, no, oh, I, I, I just get it. too shy. <laughs> well, I mean, there's there's a place for everyone. No one sees the yeah. animator either until they come out and say hi. I did that. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's a weird thing. Like, I've always had an, a very strong interest in kind of TV, film. Like when I was a kid, I, I just watched movies all the time, and I remember saying to myself, like, "Oh, I want I want to work on these movies," you know. But back then, I wanted to be an actor, you know, I wanted to be the star. And then I kind of realized over being at school and having to do drama that I absolutely hated acting in front of people. <laughs> so then I was like, well, what, what, what do I do? And then I went through a phase where I wanted to be a cameraman. And then I realized I knew nothing about cameras. So it was, it took a quite a while for me to kind of land on animation, but I'm glad I did because... Yeah. I do, I do love it. I remember watching, like, you know, war movies in the past, and I said to myself, oh, man, <laughs> I, I want to be on stage like these guys do and look like them. So I just became a real soldier, and then I'm just like, oh, this is hard. <laughs> this, this is, and no one's watching me either, except for my sergeants, and they don't like what they see. <laughs> Aw, you're a real soldier. That is so cool. Yeah, for, for this army over here. What did you do? Like, what was your position? Military police. Oh, yeah, that sounds fancy. It, it is quite fancy, especially when you pull over people who outrank you. <laughs> yeah, I bet. Oh, it's, it's so horrible. So what kind of things did that job involve? Well, literally anything you can think of. I mean, I guess this is the first time it's ever been brought up on the show, so I may as well explain it. Um, um, so military police, it's literally like any other cop you'll see on the road. It's, um, you know, it's traffic enforcement showing up to domestics and... Anything you can think of that you dial the phone for, you know, to get a police officer at your house and also show up when you don't want them to. I mean, it's, it's, it's literally, um, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's very well-rounded of love and hate and uh, it's okay. But, um, that's, uh, that's, that's what, cool though. 
Yeah, that's for the domestic side. And uh, in times of war, it's overseas. It's, um, you know, convoy security and um, making sure that um, people who have been uh, uh, taken as a POW are treated well and um, kept safe and questioned properly. So in internment is kind of what it is. It's um, yeah, it's all yeah. That's the nasty stuff that no one wants to talk about. But um, yeah. So yeah, it's just like any other cop, except just with a with another half of the job description overseas. Yeah, that's really cool though. It's interesting. I bet you got to see a lot of the world. Um, yeah, a little bit, a little bit. I actually have five weeks left in the army. Oh, wait, are you still in it now? I'm still in it. It's a reserve component of uh, the Massachusetts National Guard. Oh, that is so cool. It is Remind neat. me not to get on the wrong side of you. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to, don't worry. It's just, <laughs> I found that I'm too cool to be a cop. Yeah. It's like people... I tried... Oh, you go. I was just, you know, I I also do armed security at the Boston Marathon with the military police. And, um, you know, people get really drunk, really drunk. And they're, you know, they're they're hopping almost on the road to go, like, give high fives to the the runners. I'm all about it. I mean, they're not supposed to do it. And I'm supposed to tell them not to. But I'm sitting back and watching like, (laughs) that's awesome. (laughs) Yeah. Um, It's always good to have a sense of humor, I think. Oh, yeah. I mean, why ruin someone's good time if it's, you know, good, if you don't have to? Yeah, I agree. I agree. But, yeah. uh, I I used to be in RAF cadets over here. Um, I did it for about a year. I hated that, too. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's hard, isn't it? It It's really hard. Like, oh, I used to hate it because they'd stand us outside to do the, the drill. You know, you have to, like, march up and down and stuff. And they just make us do that all day. Oh, yeah. And it was not fun. But it you was know, not fun. when 200 people are com- are perfectly in step, not much beats the sound of that. Yeah, oh, yeah, that was pretty cool. <laughs> it's earth-shaking. It's awesome. Yeah, that was cool. I mean, it had some cool moments. Like, I really enjoyed doing the, the first aid drills. Oh, yeah. Because, um... We had, like, they got this bus, and they'd parked it in such a way so it looked like it had crashed. And then they handed out, like, little slips of paper that had, like, injuries on it. So, like, broken leg, things like that. Mm, And it basically told you how you were meant to act. So it was kind of like a little acting role. And then people would come and essentially try and treat you for your injury. And then you would get marked on how well you did. And I got handed my piece of paper, and it just said dead on it. Oh, man, yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> so I was just, like, hanging out the window, and just chilling, and, like, as people walk past, I was just, like, waving at them, just like, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, That for, was good fun. We get uh, we get the first responder training, too. It's, um, what is it? Uh, you know, like, when you first show up to a scene in a domestic situation, and, uh, well, yeah. something's wrong, but more importantly, you're also following up with the with the crime that is currently being committed, and uh, we do a lot of role playing for that. So we're tackling each other and beating each other. Ah, uh, that's always fun. It is fun, and we pepper spray each other too. Oh man, what's it like to be pepper sprayed? Uh, it's like being on fire. I'm just kidding. 
Oh Jesus! Just kidding. It, <laughs> it's it's pretty hot. It stings. Like once once you get it, your eyes are shut for the next hour. Just you know, make peace with it. Yeah. Oh man, I couldn't imagine something like that. Tasers are worse. You've been tasered. Yeah. Oh my god, that just makes you drop to the floor, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's you have zero control over what you do next. You just you just fall right down and you ride the lightning, and it hurts a lot. <laughs> It looks painful <laughs> from what I've seen. Yeah. But anyway. Um, you yeah, my are, bad. Yeah. I started interviewing you then. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's, that's perfectly fine. I mean, I, I, people may as well know about their host a little bit. But um, uh, you are the, the one of the hour. So let's, let's see what's next. Um, so do you create 3D characters for anyone or just in your free time? Um, I do it for, for anyone, really. Um, I mean, I've had a, a few commissions like I did some work for a children's uh, TV company. Uh, I can't say too much on that because that's still like ongoing, and I've had to sign like NDAs and stuff. Um, but that was really cute because that was like doing little cartoon animals, and it was like really it was for a really young audience as well. So the characters were absolutely adorable. Like they were so round and chubby, and I really enjoyed doing that. Um, but I kind of, I, I try and find work, like, I'll just email people that might be working on a game or something that I like, and I'll just be like, hey, is it cool if I make models for you? <laughs> and, um, yeah, and sometimes I can get work that way. Well, that's that's actually pretty cool. That's exactly how um, people in, in my line of work are supposed to do it, too. <laughs> We're so, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm supposed to be emailing people, being all like, hi, um, I have I have this voice. Would you like to, you know, pay for it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that's, that's like, that's what you got to do, I think. You just got to be ambitious and, like, you just got to try and contact people. Even if you don't hear anything back, like, it's better than nothing. Yeah. Um, I mean, I got contacted recently by uh, this agent guy from, uh, I think it was Square One, I think it was called. Um, but basically, he was saying that there's a position going at, uh, have you heard of Ardman Animations? Uh, I don't think so, no. Uh, they did... You ever heard of Wallace and Gromit? Yes. And, like, Shaun the Sheep? Yeah, they did them. Um, and they had a animator position going. But I'm still waiting to hear back on that. So I hope I get it. But yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, but best of luck. It, like I said, it seems like you're doing it the right way. I just, uh, you know, I gotta find the people who are looking... Yeah, to be honest, I think my YouTube channel really helps me there because, like, I've got an online presence now, which means that, you know, I can kind of get noticed a little bit easier. And if people want to see my work, I just direct them to my YouTube channel, which probably is not the best idea considering the content on it. But <laughs> it's worked so far, so it's not too bad. Hey, I, I mean, you know, it's just simply getting online traffic on YouTube is the hard part. So now that you have it. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's easy. All you have to do is make one really stupid video and it'll get like a million views and then that's it. You set up for like the rest of the year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you're actually unfortunately right. <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately, I use YouTube for the purpose of business and I can't think of a way to just be like, hi, everyone needs to see this. I could do clickbait, but everyone hates that. <laughs> Not unless you do it like ironically. 
like when you make it so obviously clickbait that it's kind of part of the joke. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Because that's what I do on mine. I do. I just put. I go on like Google Images and just find a real image of a wolf and just slap that on and just be like, yeah, incredibly realistic animation. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's brilliant! That is brilliant. That's awesome. So um, <laughs> it works great. <laughs> Oh man! So I guess in my case, I would just um, um, pull an excerpt from Mufasa and the Lion King and say, "Incredibly realistic uh, impersonation of James Earl Jones." And <laughs> there you go. It's the that's same it. thing. Yeah, that's it. And you just mouth along to it. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure people. I, yeah, that actually sounds like a brilliant idea, huh? <laughs> you if, should do it just for the lols. If James Earl Jones hears this, um. This, I'm not trying to, you know, steal your content. <laughs> everyone, <laughs> yeah. everyone knows no it's No copyright you. intended. <laughs> no copyright. Not making money off that video, I promise. Um, <laughs> so this is what you do for a living, huh, isn't it? Uh, kind of, yeah. Like, sort of this and the awesome student loan I get from going to uni. Um, <laughs> it's, that's basically... And then my partner works full-time as well. So, we we kind of we kind of manage. Like we're not swimming in it yet, but <laughs> we manage. No, the day will come. It is it is an invaluable skill to be able to animate, especially three D. So I mean, it'll happen. Well, thankfully, it's kind of one of those things that's quite like transferable because animation is like there's a lot of it out there. You know, you've got adverts, films, TV, games. So. You can kind of like the life of the animator is basically just hopping from one company to another, <laughs> working for like a couple of months on a project and then like hopping along to another company. Oh, yeah, so, no, absolutely. Yeah. Um, actually, as have... long as you can get in that loop, then you're fine. Yeah. I work at a, at a car dealership and the receptionist is currently training to become an animator. Oh, really? Yeah. She walks around with this massive gaming computer and constantly plays video games. It's like, I'm going to make these things someday. I'm just like, yes, you will. <laughs> oh, that is awesome. Yeah, you definitely got to have a decent computer to do it, though. 100%. Oh, yeah, she's got like an Alienware or something crazy like that. I can't afford it. Yeah. Well, I can. It's definitely an investment. <laughs> I can, but I, uh, I decided to support the brand of Honda and I bought a a nice car instead so now i can't afford it <laughs> to be fair i mean if i had the choice i would probably go nice car as well yeah I, yeah i suppose yeah it just sucks because like that that car is nice but like when it comes time to pay the bill it's like is this car really that nice is it yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah no, no, well it'll be mine someday so it's all good so yeah, anyway well, i mean every every day i'm like questioning to myself like did i make the right career choice like is all this university debt worth it hmm. and <laughs> yeah the existential questions mm -hmm. so um do, do you have an influence for your character art like is there any anything or anyone else's work or anything in nature that you looked at uh in order to get the original inspiration uh definitely disney <laughs> yeah i am like disney mad and like Pixar, I'm absolutely obsessed with them. Um, I had a feeling. And <laughs> yeah, I know you kind of see it in my work because 
I'm always trying to do things like Disney, but yeah, I, I just I, I love their their work. I love their character designs. Like they always just make the cutest characters <laughs> that just look awesome and and I thankfully because I live like in town here, um, the cinema is just like five minutes away, so I'm always going to the cinema whenever a new film comes out. Like recently, we just went to go and see Peter Rabbit. Hmm. Have you seen Peter Rabbit yet? I have not. Uh, I, I recommend it. It's it's a good one. But um, yeah, I love I love going and watching them. Um, I try and see them like the day they come out. <laughs> I get a bit obsessed. Like when we went to go see Peter Rabbit, they had for kids like um, a little pair of rabbit ears that you could wear, and you got them for free for getting a ticket. And I said to the the lady working there, I was like, "Can I have some rabbit ears, please?" <laughs> and I was wearing them throughout the film. <laughs> I mean, you, you gotta like, get get in character. It's all good. That's it. That's it. It's all part of the research, you know. Like, yeah, no, you, it's all it's all part of it. You gotta get in it. I mean, I mean, uh, you know, when when a new Star Wars movie comes out, Darth Vader somehow has a funny way of showing up at least ten times in the same theater. It's like, hmm, how many, how are there so many of you? <laughs> yeah. Hmm. <laughs> but, uh, and uh, I watch a lot of Netflix as well. Yeah. God love Netflix. Yeah. And, uh, but I like watching the kids' shows on there. Like, I'm just, I'm a 12 year old in like a 20 year old's body, I swear to God. Because <laughs> I just love watching all the, the kids' shows. Like, I've just been watching Dino Trucks. <laughs> you know, it is so funny you say that because, um, I grew up thinking that I was, you know, much older than, than my actual age, you know, all that good stuff. Yeah. And, uh, well, then I got to boot camp, and I realized that um, I lived my entire life without playing Pokemon, and that was the only thing I wanted to do while I was in boot camp. And uh, I went home, got, got myself a DS, and played it, and I'm like, <clears throat> I know, it's just, it's so nice, and, like, it's proper escapism as well. Yeah. Because, like, kids' TV shows, the worlds that these characters live in are just gorgeous like everyone's happy like there's no there's no trouble and i just i kind of watch them just for escapism really like just so i can forget about all the bills and stuff and yeah it's just like just gonna focus on these little little happy characters i look back even a year ago and i say to myself hmm, i didn't have that bill to pay hmm. yeah <laughs> times were simpler i know i miss being a kid so much I miss when my biggest problem was the girl who I like doesn't like me back. I, I miss that being my biggest problem. Yeah, <laughs> yeah same. But, same. It was much simpler back then. Yeah. Well, there's always retirement to look forward to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's very true. Very true. So, do you have any oh, I'm plans? So sorry. Oh, <laughs> that's my phone. <laughs> So now we get to know what our British ringtones sound like. <laughs> it's Pingu's theme song. Nice. <laughs> and when I get a text, it does that. <laughs> oh, that's I'm funny. I'm so sorry. That's Let awesome. me just put that on silent. So uh, do you have any plans for creating your own animated series? Oh, that is a good question. That is a very good question. I really want to. Um... Like I've had a couple of ideas recently for um, doing like little short films, um, and I've always wanted to do my own TV series. But I tell you what, the biggest problem I have is 
voice actors, funnily enough. I never know where to look. Hi. Voice actors. Hi. <laughs> Hi. I'll help you out. <laughs> would you would you actually be interested in doing it? I would be absolutely interested in doing it. Oh. Okay. I might have sorted one out then. Yeah, there you go. Problem solved. I mean, you <laughs> well, do... that was easy. Yeah, no, that was easy right there. <laughs> Unfortunately, if you need me to do a female character, um, I would I would end up insulting the entire female as a species because I cannot. <laughs> I can't raise my voice without making it sound like I'm mocking them. Just, just warning, I can't do it. <laughs> and the reason why I bring it up is because people have asked me to do it. So... Every weird thing you hear in life is because someone asked or did it. So I have to mention it. <laughs> That's no problem. That's no problem. Well, if I can find if I can find a female voice actor, then I'm basically sorted then, aren't I? There you go. Absolutely. Yeah, no, what I'll do is um, I'll just send you, I'll send you my website and it'll have my, my phone number and email and all that good stuff. So if you do wind up needing a voice actor, that's how you do that. Oh, that is awesome. That is awesome. Because I know we've got... Um, at uni next year i'm absolutely dreading it because next year we've got this big project where for about half the year we have to create a short film uh, are you vaping <laughs> i am i am um, keeps my throat I nice smell and, uh, it from here. yeah no, it, keep, it keeps my throat in good condition <laughs> what flavor thing have you got it's like some sort of a raspberry um i don't know cream something like that i don't know oh that's cool i go for that's what's cool. on the my budget parents shelf have got one. <laughs> my parents have got one they use um this like mint one it's really nice yeah yeah it's it's awesome i mean like i i'm sure everyone's heard this argument at least a dozen times but um you know i used to be a smoker mm, of, of that stuff you know the cigarettes and uh, once you get into, like, the dynamic nature of choosing flavors and, uh, you know, building your own coils, you just completely forget that there was this other smellier option that, uh, you know... Yeah. <laughs> you just forget. It's not there anymore. <laughs> oh, that's awesome that you quit smoking, though. Oh, yeah. No, it's, I, dude, I had to, like, looking back, it's like, I wanted to be a voice actor. And it's like, you can't be a voice actor as a smoker. The only roles you'd be approved <laughs> for is a smoker role. <laughs> yeah that's true it's like, that's true it's like mom I need another cigarette <laughs> <laughs> sorry <laughs> oh god that, that, that got me that did <laughs> oh good good <laughs> oh man it's so sad oh, when dear. you see it but it, it happens <laughs> um what was I even saying? I can't even remember now. Uh, oh yeah, the yeah. So third year, we got like this big project to do, and I'm dreading it because we have to work in a group in our class of like five people, and I've always only ever worked on my own. So it's really weird that now I'm like I'm not doing everything because I'm a bit of a control freak. I'm not gonna lie, you know and. Yeah, and it's like all of a sudden I'm not doing everything. You know, I have to like give someone else the job, and that that the idea of that just terrifies me. Um, but that that would be cool if I can get your details because we might need a voice actor for that. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, so that, I don't I don't do awesome. the best British accents, but I mean, <laughs> if, if you don't need one that badly, then um, I can certainly help. I mean, I can try. 
Go on, try to do your best British accent. Let's hear it. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, all right, what should I say? What should I say? I'll ask the next question in a, in a British accent. Um, how, do it, do it. How long does it take for you to create one of your YouTube videos? No, I can't. That's, that's, <laughs> that's more Russian than anything else. It did sound a bit Russian. I'm not going to lie. How long does it take for you to create one of your YouTube videos? <laughs> um, it kind of depends what the video is, I guess. Um... Like, when it's just me messing around, creating the memes. The memes? Like, it's only, <laughs> the memes. Um, it's only, like, a few minutes normally. <laughs> but when, like, for example, um, I did a video recently that was a wolf doing a lip sync. And uh, it was saying quite a funny sentence. It was something along the lines of, uh, if you shoot a man in the head, will it blow up? It was something like that. And, um, wow, that's. That... <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't remember what the actual dialogue is now. You know, um, if, if you let the world know that you're willing to animate that, you're going to get some weird phone calls from some uh, weird producers. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dear. I'm going to regret saying that now, aren't I? <laughs> Who knows? You might have fun with it. You might discover that this is a dark side to you, too. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that that I spent, like, literally the whole day doing it and it was only like a few seconds long maybe like five seconds something like that and uh it just seemed to take forever and i think i could have been tweaking it forever but eventually i was like nope i'm just going to upload this now <laughs> <laughs> come to but think of it that, that, that was good fun. me asking the question in a russian accent sort of sounded like a answer it now <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh gosh! Yeah, no, I have. Oh, what's abs- your name, by the way? It's That's- Nick Nick Dole. Nick Dole. Ah, okay. It's a I French name, remember. but I'm not French. <laughs> it's like your family French. Uh, no, not at all. We're all, we're all Danish. That's why I have a red beard over here. Ah, okay. That's cool. That's cool. It Nick is. Dole. It, it is neat. Yeah. It had something to do with someone by the last name of Dole crawling up into a Nazi watchtower and killing him. And he carried the name. Oh. I, I, I don't know the exact story, but that's along the lines. That's a cool backstory for a name, though. Not gonna lie. Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty neat. Um, so, um... Oh, I already asked that question by complete accent. Go me. Um, let's see. Um... <laughs> So, um, is there a studio that you want to work for? Hmm. Well, I mean, I, I want to say, like, obviously, like, Disney or Pixar. But yeah. I feel like pretty much every animator says that. <laughs> um, well, they need them. So, if I, try and, if I try and think outside the box, I like, I like MPC. Um, they are Motion Picture Company, I think it stands for. Uh, they're based in all over the world, but most, I think their like headquarters is in London. Um, I got to visit them once uh, a year or two ago as part of a trip with uni. And that was awesome. Like, cause these are the guys that did like the live action jungle book. Um, oh, really? Like Paddington. Yeah. Like these, these guys are like the real deal. You know, <clears throat> they did like Godzilla and stuff like that. Seriously? And, yeah, and I went to their studio, and I, I was, like, starstruck. Like, it's, it's the equivalent of, like, an actor maybe, like, going to go and 
like a, a junior actor going to go meet like a really famous actor you know like they go and meet like Robert Downey Jr. or something like that like that was that was me in this studio like I was starstruck I was like all the animators were there and I was like it's nice to meet you you know I was shaking so much and <laughs> like it was an awesome experience but I would I would love to work there like to be able to because uh, I know they use like a, a proper muscle system for doing their animals like they build them very different to the way I do because they actually build a skeleton and put muscle on it and simulate the muscle and then simulate the skin on top of that. And I've always wanted to try that. <laughs> so they make to, they make a bunch of jacked animals, basically. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Well, they I, literally make like an animal like inside out. I mean, Shere Khan was pretty jacked. He's a giant tiger. Yeah. Oh, Shere Khan's model was awesome <laughs> like, i remember seeing that in the cinema and i was just staring at it in like awe like i was speechless during that film that the jungle book like the animals in that are just amazing because they're all cg every single one of them is cg the only oh, yeah. thing in that whole film that is not cg is the boy seriously yeah all the plants everything is completely cg wow I would have thought the landscapes at least would have been, like, I don't know, authentic. I know. I know. It's insane. Like, the amount of detail they can get is just insane. Yeah, no, that is crazy. I'm so jealous. I'm going to have to watch that again <laughs> just to, like, see if I'm, if I'm, you know, losing it or not. Oh, yeah, def definitely do. Like, if you have a look on YouTube, there's some, like, behind-the-scenes videos and stuff where they, they kind of show you how they did it. They wouldn't have happened to be the same studio that made the live-action remake of Beauty and the Beast, would they? Uh, yes, I believe they were. I think really? they worked with another studio as well. Um, I think it was MPC and Double Negative that worked on that one. I think. Don't quote me on it. Because, <laughs> like, uh, you know, it, you know, it, keep this between us and every single one of our listeners. Um, I love that Beauty and the Beast <laughs> movie. I don't care. I will oh, say gorgeous. it. Love it. Everything it's about gorgeous. it. Gorgeous. <laughs> it's absolutely gorgeous. Like. I mean, just how they designed all the, the cutlery and, like, the detail. Oh. Like, um... I have to say this before I forget. Um, so... <clears throat> so the U.S. military, or the U.S. Army's dress uniform is blue. And after uh -huh. we watched Beauty and the Beast, I got in my dress blues for the military police ball, and my girlfriend got into a yellow dress, and, um... Insert reference. There you go. Oh... That is so cute. <laughs> yeah, isn't, isn't it something? Oh, that that is adorable. That is absolutely adorable. Yeah, no shame. Oh yeah, it's 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 a gorgeous, gorgeous movie. And I tell you what, props to um, what's the name of the actor? Hermione Granger. Ah, uh, Emma Watson. Emma Watson. That was it. Props to Emma Watson for being able to act to basically nothing. Because oh my god, like I I don't I don't know how actors do it because they are literally acting to thin air when they're talking to these these CGI creatures and these animals and stuff on plates in this case. Yeah, they I I got to see a little bit of the behind the scenes and the guy who played the beast they basically put him on um I think stilts or something like that and covered him in something that made him look inhuman 
like you know green <laughs> stuff i mean i think she had something to play off of but i mean your point is still valid because if i was talking to a green person and uh, you know falling in love with a green person in my own head in order to play the part it's i don't know how that works <laughs> i know i would be laughing hysterically the whole time i mean <laughs> seeing a grown man in a skin tight green suit will just never not be funny to me <laughs> uh, I, I, <laughs> it takes a couple takes needless to say i'm sure <laughs> Yeah, but, like that must take some insane concentration to not burst out laughing. But voice actors have have um in that same regard have a unique thing they have to deal with too because um a lot of what they're dealing with and I've never really done character stuff before. It's mostly like, you know, whiteboard explainer videos because people think I sound like an authority figure. So um <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um voice actors, like actual actors, not like voice talents who do um, you know, pretty much everything. You know, they, they're they mostly dealing with, um, you know, concept art of a character and, like, screenplays of kind of of what they're going to be doing in a particular scene. An example would be, are you familiar with the Halo series at all? Because I, I always use this example. Yeah, I've seen Halo. Yeah, so um, it was not a particularly emotional series. It, it, it wasn't for the longest time. But um, for the first, you know, three installments... The voice actors only had like a, a character model and, you know, very little things to deal with or, you know, take into consideration when, you know, conveying the mood of a character. And they never met each other. You know, like the voice actors never met each other. Never. Yeah, see, that always amazes me how, like, they can act without ever meeting the other actor. Like, yeah. you would kind of think that you'd need to be in the same room. Well, that is that is why I brought it up, because uh, when Halo 4 rolled around, that is when they started getting a little bit more uh, serious. And uh, that was the first time that Steve Downs, playing the Master Chief, uh, actually met Jen Taylor, playing Cortana. Because they they actually they had to be in the same room in order to do the part. It's just, the, they had found yeah. the limitation of being uh, in your own home. <laughs> <laughs> you have to come to the studio now. Oh, that that is insane. All that time, like, never even meeting each other. That is, that is insane. Yeah. I have mad respect for, for voice actors. Like, I, I just don't know how you can do it. Like, when they're, playing a really emotional part where the character is like crying like oh i just i, I don't know how you're able to why are they crying what they, kind of cry is it <laughs> yeah like and and how you're able to imagine it like what well, that's what you've got to do you've got to just imagine it what level of composure does this character have while they're you know sobbing because you know some people are able to pull off like being able to squeeze out some words and others aren't yeah yeah, it's it's insane. Like I don't think I could ever be a voice actor. Yeah, well, well, yet to see if I can. Because, <laughs> like I said, I've, I've been mostly <laughs> I've been mostly doing whiteboard stuff. So, um, in explainer videos and commercials. So, the really fun stuff is with voice acting. We'll see if that happens yeah. someday. What kind of character would you like to play? Uh, well, yeah. Now I am being interviewed. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I would love to do like a Mufasa character or Darth Vader or Master Chief. Like th those are the types of characters that I I'd love to do. Like <clears throat> or a villain. Any any villain. I will do any villain. Oh, um, villains. Villains are the best. Oh yeah. Like they are the absolute best. They are so 
interesting like as a character i flip in love villains oh yeah no like, I, ah man i'm trying to think of like the best villain i can think of i mean because most of the villains that i'm really fond of appeared on on film but um, yeah yeah it's, i have to think of little more relevant ones to my line of work um I think my favorite villain might be Scar from The Lion King. Oh, my God. You are completely right. <laughs> <clears throat> when it comes to brains, I got the lion's share. <laughs> That's really good. That was horrible. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I like that. That was cool. Oh, he's, I just love Scar's... I love his character design. I, I just love his facial expression. Like, he always looks like... Like he, you just know he's the villain just by how he looks. Oh yeah, I mean, and the setting that they created around him with you know like the the Nazi march when he came out with his uh, you know, while he's singing his song, it's like oh my god, like I didn't even know how the Nazis did things when I was a kid. I you know I just was barely learning about the world, and somehow yeah. still that was the weirdest thing to watch as a kid. It's like Ugh. why are y'all walking like that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, eyes. Oh, he was, he was just awesome. I know Absolutely that awesome. your powers are reflection. Oh, what? Oh, no, you gotta stop me now. You gotta stop me now. <laughs> it won't get stuck in my head. It's like the best villain song. Oh, yeah. No, I absolutely. also quite like Jafar from Aladdin. Yeah. Jafar's pretty... I'm a little less familiar with that one. Um... He's kind of like a human scar, really. <laughs> yeah, I suppose, yeah. Uh, oh, man. Um... Gaston was pretty good, obviously, going back to Beauty and the Beast. Oh, yeah, Gaston was awesome. <laughs> like, likable villains, are, are, I think, are even better. Yeah, that's the scary part. Because, like, that's, that's, you know, it has a weird correlation to real life because most people, everybody has, a like, you know, technically in their own way a villain that they're going to have to deal with. I mean, not in, like, this Disney sense of the word, but, you know, at first villains turn out to be likable and then they give you a reason not to like them and... They become a bane yeah. to existence. Yeah, I'd, I really like it when I'm trying to think. I can't think of an example of a movie off the top of my head, but movies where there's like an unexpected villain, like when you when you see someone turn, or you've got someone where Wonder Woman, you can't hands tell. down, Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. Oh, I've not seen Wonder Woman yet. Oh, it is. Oh man, I, no spoilers. I, I have to stop talking now. Spoiler alert. Um, <laughs> Fantastic movie. It's cool, it's cool. Not much to do with animation, but well, actually, I shouldn't say that. Um, yeah, there's something I'm sure. But uh, oh my god, um, it looked good from what I've seen of the trailers. Oh yeah, fantastic movie. Go out of your way to see it. It's just oh my god, she's just so sweet. I love her. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can't you can't be a good villain. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Monsters Incorporated, Mr. Waternoose. is likable in the beginning. Yes. Inspiring. Like, oh, I, I'm the good boss that everyone wants. Yeah, well, not so yeah. much. <laughs> and he kind, of, he kind of started off good in a way. Because, like, it's like that saying, like, nobody's born evil. Like, there's, there's always a part where they tend to have, like, a good intention to start out with. But it's then how they go about achieving that intention that's kind of what creates the villain part of it because i've noticed like a lot of especially with pixar 
like if there are villains in those films they tend to start out with a decent enough intention but then what they do and and their mentality changes and that's kind of what creates the villain side of it yeah. We're getting deep now. <laughs> yeah, no, that's we're getting into like you know character design as as an internal component. Um, yeah, no, that's um, <clears throat> I don't know what else to say about that because that's just I go on for hours about what makes good character design because people are failing, especially in the video game industry. They just can't make good characters anymore. Yeah, I find that um, like video games nowadays, so many of them are just seem to be orientated towards making as much money as possible and oh, not actually take the call of duty yeah. series for example yeah like uh, like the characters there oddly enough like my favorite my favorite characters were from the british sas captain price yep <laughs> <laughs> oh he was the best oh he was the best um but yeah like characters like that are you know absent from modern video games yeah it's a shame to see, like, that kind of lack of effort. I see a lot of lack of effort with with games. I mean, not all games. You know, you get the odd one. Like, a big surprise for me was probably Life is Strange. Yeah. Because I saw... Uh, I think I started seeing it on YouTube. Like, I saw someone had done a playthrough of it. And I was watching it, and I kind of thought, like, oh, you know, this this is quite nicely made, actually. And then, like, the story and the characters, they just blew me away. Like, that was such a good game. Yeah, yeah. Oh, there's one more thing I wanted to bring up before I run out of time. Um, yeah? I, if I'm not mistaken, uh, Disney pulls a lot of their inspiration from books, but Pixar, speaking of, you know, character design, if I'm not mistaken, is always completely original. Uh, I'm I'm trying to think. Correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, it, that seems to be my impression so far. Yeah, you know what? I think I think you're right. Oh, yeah. Look at that. <laughs> oh, look at that. Wow. I mean, th- that, I was just like going through the films in my head, and I was like, yeah. yeah. That's, that's not to yeah. take away from Disney because I mean, they take you know really good books like you know The Hunchback of Notre Dame, for example. My God, that is not a kids' movie. I don't care what anyone says. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I was listening to the villain's song the other day, and I could not believe the lyrics. Like. He's talking about sin and 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 like lusting and that is heavy. Like, is even a, yeah, it's it's really heavy. But it's, it's nonetheless awesome, a fantastic <laughs> movie. Just wait till mm-hmm. your kids are twelve before they see that one. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Very true. Um, well, that concludes today's show with uh, Miss Babington. Yeah. Um, I hope you had a good time because I had a I had a fantastic time. That this was an awesome <laughs> show. It was actually a show. That's cool. Oh, I had a good time too. Always love someone that can talk about Disney with me. <laughs> oh yeah, no, absolutely. It's funny because uh, I so rarely talk about it, but uh, just all of a sudden, this is you know, someone brings it up and let's go, let let's go. <laughs> Suddenly, <laughs> I know it. everything. <laughs> Oh, this has been awesome. Thank you so much for having me on the show. Yeah, anytime. Thank you for listening to this episode of Crafty. The show is hosted by me, Nick Dole, and produced by Eric Lambiassi. We strive to share the experiences of amazing people that we might know and definitely love. Listen again in two weeks and stay crafty.
The podcast you just heard was recorded with Anchor. If you want to make your own, download the Android or iOS app completely free from anchor.fm slash podcast. That's anchor.fm slash podcast.